Everyone, welcome into episode 93 of Coffee and Shell, joined as always by Stewie and Brent, as well as a new, I guess, member of the crew. Uh, in the background, uh, our boy Benny, or Uninstall, if you play competitive NHL or have seen him streaming out west. Uh, Benny is going to be joining the show to produce and make content for it. So if you've seen any of the YouTube shorts and like TikToks and like little clips on Twitter, uh, hopefully uh, you know you've enjoyed them, and more will come as uh, Benny. So we'll we'll start first with with Benny. Benny, how are you doing, buddy? Doing great, doing great. Happy to happy to join the pod. Obviously a big fan of the show for a while, so uh, happy to join on. Um, just I guess I'll explain a little bit what I do. Yeah. Uh, if you guys, if you've seen any of the uh, the Twitter clips or anything like that, those are edited by yours truly and um so we're just gonna try to keep um posting those as the year goes on uh i know it's hard for people to you know sit down or listen to an hour-long podcast so mm-hmm. um being able to chop it up to your you know, generation a minutes of clips. has a i know i know i'm so that's i'll take i'll take generation. Uh, I, i'll take partial blame for that but yeah we i'm because i'm one of them as well uh yeah. so yeah adding adding clips i think is just another way to reach uh, a bigger audience and so i, I thought i could help out with the pod like that no, yeah, absolutely. he he brings the age of the podcast down by about like ten years, so that's it great. Is good. Too. That <laughs> and if nice. we and if Benny wins GWC, which like Benny's got a really good shot. I, I mean, people that watch him stream, you got to watch him uninstall. He is uh he's a stud, and he he uh, he and it's funny because people you know people knock the West Coast, but Benny went over to Toronto and he he was it was his birthday weekend and he gave the boys a bunch of beatdowns on the, uh, <laughs> the the Bell Fiber connection and the Bell you know Five connection. if if Benny wins UWC, I mean then, then we got a winner oh, then we then we win then so, we win that's yeah, it exactly. that's it and we split the earnings too which oh is yeah, yeah. Right. that's the best hey, I'm, I'm the reason like why you, I need it. I'm the main reason why Benny uh, went to from PlayStation to Xbox too I was like gonna, you gotta go you gotta go because we are gonna I get into Benny. that yeah so spoiler alert but uh, just to yeah. tell everyone so you actually go to school what do you go to school for. So I go to school for radio and television. Uh, it's a, I'm in my first semester right now, and I go into a branch after the semester. So I'm going to take the radio route. Um, and so I'm around a lot of editing stuff, a lot of on-air stuff. I've been kind of screwing around a bunch of radio studios. Um, it's been something I really enjoy. I think I'm week seven into my first semester right now. So just having a, just having a, big, uh, a big time there, it's, it's, it's been a blast. Love that. All right. So we've heard from, the, for, from Youngblood. Uh, fellas, let's uh, go over our week that was. We'll spend a couple minutes discussing what it's like to be uh, to be old. So uh, last time we think we started with Brent. So Stu, uh, what have you uh, been up to family wise? Not much. Just we've been doing a lot of going outside now that the weather's good. We're just you know playing. We we bought that swing set last year, so the kids have been on that a lot. And you know get getting the yard work ready, the old man yard work. It's I'm I'm dreading it, but it's got to get done and. You know, the weather, the St. Louis weather is very weird. I know you guys don't live here, but it, like one week it'll be like great. And then that, like, like tomorrow night, I think it's gonna be down to the 20s again. So it's like 75 today and it's gonna be down to the 20s. And so people always wonder like why we're like, oh, you're, you feel like congested or sick. It's like, yeah, because like one day it's like spring and the next day it's back to winter. And it's like, you, you just go up and down. Like anybody on the podcast there, any listeners out there that are from St. Louis, you'll know what I'm talking about. I mean, I've seen snow in like April before, and like I'm sure maybe you guys have in Canada. I don't know, but it, it's I've like weird. It for us. <laughs> it's, well, it's weird for us, I feel like, because we're so south compared to you guys. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like unusual, but yeah. So we've been going outside a lot, doing a lot of stuff with the kids, and 
Yeah, just, you know, my typical men's league stuff and skating. And I just can't believe how sore I get now after I play these games. I play these, like, intense men's league games. And I'm like, next day, I'm like, I'm really starting to feel it now. Where are you feeling it? Where are you feeling it specifically? It's just just always the hips. Like, because, you know, and luckily, I've never had any hip surgeries and stuff. Like, I know the guy that you, um, two of the guys that you met up in uh, All-Star Game. KBG? uh, Coach Coach Wapple and KBG. Yep. KBG plays in my men's league and he's had multiple hip surgeries. I know Wapple, I think might've had some hip. Like it's just a goalie thing. And I haven't had any like surgeries until knock on wood or anything. And I just go to the chiropractor to try to like, you know, it just, it just tightens up. I'm sure Brent, you feel the same probably after you play your game, by the way, uh, it's, I was... it's my wrist. And then anything that get like really? over time, like all like my wrist bothering the hell out of me. Sniping. Yeah, all dude. Sniping. All sniping. <laughs> Dude, Brett, it's funny. I saw a video of the rink you were telling me about, the three-on-three rink online. Yeah. Like, I didn't like. We don't have that down here, so it was pretty cool. But it's it's like a legit like. There's benches and like it's. Oh, it's, you know, it's 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 like basically like sixty-six percent the size of a standard rink. That'd be yeah. sick. It's awesome. It is so much fun. Like, like the thing is with it, I will never go back to playing five-on-five. It is that <laughs> much more fun. So she's a D man because you can jump up in the play so often. It's like, like for me, like because I play only defense. Well, I'm basically like, like I've said, a poor man's Makar, where like I have the shot, I have like the straight line speed, but I have zero edge work anymore. Going left and right. Edges are terrible. It was actually funny. I was actually going to mention for me this week, like nothing too fancy happened in the family, but like every dad that plays beer league knows like there's family right up here and then right below it is beer league in terms of like priorities. And so for me, like, um, we had this, like, uh, our main goalie for the last, like, five years. When I first made my team, we had this, like, our base, our goalie was, like, our best player on our team. Like, easily the MVP. Like, uh, we would go, like, basically undefeated with him no matter what. Unless he didn't play. Then we'd lose. Anyways, so um, the start of this season, he ended up uh, quitting. And we're like, oh, what the hell? is He's like, no, I want to go play 5 on 5 I want to, like... I want to have like higher competition. I'm like, okay, man, like whatever. Okay, fine. Although I'm like, no joke. Like with us, he's around like 140, you know, <laughs> like oh in, the, in the five God. years, like he was that good. And so uh, he went to five on five. We didn't hear anything from him. I didn't like mess with him. Like I messaged him. Like, I was like, hey, do you want to spare a couple times? He's like, nah, man, can't play. I'm like, okay. All of a sudden, like I'm leaving uh, like three weeks ago, leaving for my game. All of a sudden I see like on a different team, like, I was like, what the hell? That's him. I was like, well, that's my goalie. What the hell is he doing? He's playing for another team right now. And so one of my guys on my team messaged him. He goes, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, no, I, I was using the goalie app, and I got paid to play this game. And oh, I was like, that's oh, okay, sick. that's fine. There's then an app the week, for that? There's an app. It's called Goalie Up. There's one in, there's one in Southern Ontario, and it's, like, really big. Yeah. So basically, like, what I think Endo is on like, You can rank yourself. It. Like, it's, like, Div like Div 1 to 6, and it's different, like, factors. If you played, like... Junior A, you're a Div 1. Junior B, you're a Div 2. Triple A, you're a Div 3. Like, yada, yada. Anyway, so basically, you get paid, like, 40 bucks a game to play. Dude, and so then the a week later, I see him this. playing for the same team. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> what's going on here? I mess, And then my friend messaged him again. goes, hey, like, are you, like, their new goalie? He's like, yeah, well, I played for, I'm just going to like, play for them now. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Oh, like, no, he left you. This was against our, like, one of our biggest rivals, too. And I was like, no way. And so last week we ended up playing against that team and he's playing in net for them. And I was like, okay guys, like we need to lock in here. And uh, pregame, one of the guys on my team goes and like talks to him like during the warm up and so, goes like, like collapse comes on in the locker in, 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 in oh, the dressing room. Oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then uh, so my friend says to him, like, hey, so like, how you doing? He goes, and, the, and it ends up coming up the topic of me for some reason. 
And um, my old goalie says, like, either Brent's going to score zero or he's going to score five. <laughs> it's going to be one or the other. Because, like, the thing with him is, like, if he lets in a couple, it gets into his head and all of a sudden the floodgates open. But that, like, never happens. So we're, like, down seven to four going to third. And I'm no joke. I've probably taken about, like, 18 shots on that. <laughs> and I haven't gotten one yet. And I'm, like, losing my mind. I'm, like, hammering clappers on him. Like, from decently close in. And then all of a sudden, I get a one tee that goes in, and then the floodgates open. In the next three minutes, I scored four goals. Let's go. <laughs> there you go. And then we lost in a shootout. And I was oh, like, okay, well then, tough. all for nothing. Dude, dude we, need, we need to have – I know you and Benny – and f- your boy Frank and Pens had like a like a meetup this summer, and you guys like skated. Yes, I want to have so bad me like you, Benny, like anybody, like Pet Dave. Like I want like a community hockey event so bad, but it'd be even it'd be even cool to like have something where if there was some like tournament we could like go to and just and like just have like fun. For I bet a you Nashville like, do a roller one when Heat Waves. Yeah, going. but dude, I hate roller goalie. <laughs> like, oh, you have to play before. out. You have to play yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, I play out in my roller league. I love it, but it's it's just roller goalie's brutal. But in yeah, the states, anyway. in the states, your goalies aren't on rollerblades, right? Yeah, they are. Dude, that's wild. They have, they have little. They have like little wheels like this. Oh, okay, it, okay, okay, okay. Never mind. Because I played but roller, I mean, but you but you can't slide. So you're they put these like you can put sliders like on the side of your pads, yeah. but it does like it doesn't do the same. Yeah, like, dude, that's my just... whole game is is like. How do your I, knees like, not blow out? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Bro, I, you go I, down and then try to reach? Oh, God. Yeah. That just feels like your ACL is waiting to tear. Like, down. My whole game's like movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I can't, like, yeah, play stand-up. But Oh, my God. Anyways, that's gross. What would you do, Sleazy? With this uh, dude, today, uh, my wife has been on the hunt for, like, daycare. Uh, oh, Landon's God. now yeah. seven Ooh. months old. And, yeah, so she sent – dude, she sent me this one uh, that was 1600 a month. And I looked at her like – Yo, the, like for five days a week. Yo, is he is that coming with like a college degree? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, which and I guess it's not. It was a Montessori school, so like it was it was it was good. But uh, the like normal ones that are in our area, that was it was kind of far away, so it would be we'd have to drive, drop off, and like that. Scott goes back to work in August, and um, so he brought my son, and we found like a private one. It was this uh, this lady at a house, and she like has like a bunch of like testimonies. They're all great. So like we went and like she has this pr- really nice house. Has like a backyard with like a fenced in thing, and like another mini fenced in thing where it's like a playground. And it they, she had like five kids there while while we were there, like you know meeting her and whatnot. And I just like man, my little guy is gonna be like running around and like doing stuff. I don't know. It got to me a little bit, but it was pretty good, and it was a little bit cheaper than sixteen hundred a month. Thank God. Um, but uh, basically, what it ends up being is that like what Skyla made on EI a mat leave for anyone in the states. Mat leave you get in Canada for a year. It's like one of the probably the it's probably one of the biggest benefits that Canadians get over Americans uh in general because Stu, your wife when she was off you got like what three weeks like you get yeah, like it's, it's like a it's yeah it's like a couple weeks I, it's not d- that long. yo brett could you imagine i oh it's just i don't know like, how americans dude, do the is, though, you have to pay for like going yeah. into the hospital and stuff like like here's your baby and the bill like dude <laughs> yeah, like it's it, like, yeah <laughs> childbirth in the states no, compared you. to canada is just it's not like that's where you like that's one of like the night and day like things because yeah scott has been off for a year so basically and she gets paid I think it was like sixty percent of her wage, uh, half, for the year. Yeah, yeah but so half. you get to pick between two. You get to pick half for twelve months or a third, third for, for 18. eighteen. We just did the one year, and uh, so basically it's the same difference. So she basically when you know while we like when she goes back to work, uh, basically the same difference to go to daycare 
than what she's making. But so, anyways, there that was uh, that was that. And uh, all right, let's get into uh, let's get into some things. I've got I've got a bunch of things I want to talk about here. Uh, first things first, uh, as the title states, they brought back community requests, and this has been a thing in Hut for like two years, I think. Um, but it's never been this formal. Uh, they did like a banner today in Hut. Like if you log into Hockey Ultimate Team, it literally says community request. There's no QR code, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, but it tells you to go to the forums, which is so archaic, but without a new Discord, that just never happened. Um, the only place to do it is on the forums, because that's like EA sanctioned, I guess would be the way to say it. And there's like a vote now. So there's like 10 players that were uh, put up for as a vote, and now you can go vote on them, and we'll see how many. I don't know how many they're picking. I'm sure it says it, but uh, curious to get your thoughts uh, on that if you took a look at it. I know Stu did just briefly. Um, but, um, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, we'll start with you, Stu. What are your thoughts on the community requests and do you think it's good or, or, or what do you, what do you think about it? Yeah. I mean, I, anything to get the community involved, I think is a win because of just the lack of involvement they've had over the years. And, um, the picks, I guess I voted They're on hilarious. Tyler Myers. I did Tyler Myers, of course. Yeah. But, uh, I, uh, I mean, I could have done Pronger too, I guess, but he already has some cards, so I was just like, all right, I'm going to do Tyler Myers just for fun. But I don't know, like, like what kind of card do you think it's going to be released for? Is it going to be, like, a good one? Or I think be, like, it'll be – they'll probably look like those balloon art, like the Tocket and Redden. You know, it's okay. like the like, balloon art. It'll be, like, community request options. I saw some funny ones. There's, like, Arbor Jack guy. My, he was leading. My uh, – my, They're doing some good picks in terms of, like, it's, like, kind of, like, you know – like it's cool super obscure. A lot of them are obscure. Yeah. And then there's like the clearly this is for a uh, competitive edge in Hut, which is lame. But like you know, at least at least they're doing something like that. I hope they give them custom builds. Um, I, but I don't know like what overall they'll make because if we end up with like everyone's gonna say like Ben Bishop like in the future ones because this is gonna be going on mm-hmm. now regularly. It looks like. And I just hope we don't see like the same things over and over again. I also hope that we don't just get Vancouver and Montreal players because like I have a feeling that like the Vancouver fan base is pretty big right now, and um, same with obviously Montreal. Um, so it's hope- narrowed down to ten players. So now it's ten players per pool, and you pick between like a couple. Yeah, there's like a few. Yeah, on the on the actual website. So um, I think it's something that should be around all year round. Um, I do. Um, and mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Who do you want if your community request there's it's not on the list it's not a vote and you had a you had a chance to make a card who's the card and what's the abilities I'm not gonna lie like to me I don't mind like the crazy like players they can add in like like for me it'd be hilarious to have an Elmer Soderblom like nasty card six eight center. With some like elite gold edges, silver snappy, just make him just. I don't like because at this point in the year, like I don't. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. So, like GWC is nearly over, especially for the hot portion. Mm-hmm. Just, just I don't know. Just go wild. It doesn't like I, at this point in the year. Like obviously you don't want to have like an a Soderblom six eight center in November. That's just ridiculous. But like, as soon as like, like the GWC season is over for hot, like I don't go wild. Like just do whatever. I, I like the art. Like personally, I like the archaic kind of style where it's like just. All of a sudden, the t- like the towers start coming out. I don't know, like because like, it's like five ten. Yeah, like, sorry, a random five ten guy. Doesn't matter what the name is. Um, maybe besides Pavel Bure, uh, you're gonna be like, ah, you know, ah, whatever. It's just another mid mid sized card. Still, but basically, at least like? to me, edges and snappy. Um, I guess if they have to be in the game, because if they're not in the game, I'd pick like somebody like Datsuk or Bure. Oh yeah, they have to be in the game. NHL license, yeah. yeah. 
name. Um, I don't know. Do it a Barbashev. Let's, let's just do Robert you, Thomas. You love Robert Thomas. Well, <laughs> how would you make Robert Thomas good? Give him like face-offs, like his. Dude, he's actually like, nasty in the draw. He's not. Yeah, like I don't. I don't know. It's like I can't use Thomas because his because his cards or whatever. Like I don't know. I'd probably do like a sick Petro or something because I love Petro. Actually, do like a sick Patty Maroon just because he's he's slow. I there you know. go. I would love to see a juiced Patrick Marlowe. We haven't got a good Marlowe card yet, or yeah. a usable Douglas Murray. I think that would be a usable. Benny, Benny, Benny who would you pick? Yeah, who would you pick? Um, I'd go probably my favorite player, Zach Hyman. I think Ooh. Zach Hyman always oh. has like the Oiler weird fan. cards. Yeah, of course, right? So like. I feel like he, his cards are always really weird. Like he's not high enough speed for like a decent like meatball build. So he's like mid all year kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like and he, I mean, he's almost at forty goals already. So like, I mean, like giving him a good he, card, like he has one know. more than Pasternak. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, isn't that crazy. wild? A, uh, he's a new McDav- fire hydrant. Holy, yeah, the McDavid just, effect. Yeah, dude, McDavid is just a different animal. Uh, all right, so yeah, so the community requests are back again. If you haven't uh, seen them, uh, the the banner is literally in hut. Uh, if you go to the, e- it, the, again, I wish there was a QR code or something, uh, because it is kind of, you You do have to like do some searching to get to the A forums and then hockey ultimate team. And then you'll see community requests. It'll be in there. Um, <clears throat> so go and check that out if you haven't already. Um, all right, let's talk about the latest event. Uh, so the HUD elites event, which, uh, I believe we talked a little bit about last week, but it's, um, clearly the event to give MSPs two cards that always get prime times or that are some of the better players throughout the year uh, because just getting cards prime times and things like that and not getting MSP art is kind of lame. Like, obviously, at some point, you want, like, where everyone can get it because if they just keep getting prime times, like Matthews, for example, um, and they don't have any other, like, long-standing card, like whether it be X-Factors and he's just getting live moments and, and card or Team of the Weeks, um, you know, you can't always get those cards. You can't make them. So, um Good to see an event like this. It makes sense. The card art, in my opinion, was sick. I know Stewie doesn't like like the obscure ones, uh, but I thought the bubble, the no, bubble hockey. I, one. I like this one. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a cool idea with the bubble hockey thing. Yeah. Um, is that Clappy's face that's hanging over the card? Like, I was trying to figure out whose face. Dude, that was. no, it's just some random kid. I didn't even realize that until like I zoomed in on one of the cards, and I'm like, well, that is the weirdest like- thing. I know. I thought it was a mistake. But it's actually like a, it's a cla- imagine it's clap. I don't even know this. Yeah, yeah, it's look. a kid in the background. <laughs> they have clappy like putting on every different jersey. That would like, be wear. that would be good. No, but I I like the card art because it's like real. It's like a real picture of the players. The only yes. time I didn't like the card art that one time was because I thought it was goofy to like use like the in game like actual player. Oh that yeah, one, yeah. Like, I, dude, here. it's so funny because that's fifty fifty. I actually didn't mind that. I think it was pretty yeah. Cool. Like I like this because it's like it's like they're a real picture of them, but it's in like a different form. You know what I mean? It's it's anyways. That's that's. Let's. Stuff, but... Oh, it's a kid playing bubble hockey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That I don't really know. The, I don't really He's know leaning the... forward like Benny playing NHL. Yep. Holy. I don't know the correlation <laughs> with the bubble hockey and the elite thing, but whatever. But yeah, I don't get that either. But... <laughs> um. All right. So we had a new mechanic, sort of, in this event where you had a 93 and one card was able to go to 94. Um, this is like. Uh, it, this is like frustrating because I I think every card should just operate like this, like they should just be able to keep going up tiers. And what was stupid was not stupid, um, because I, I, I like when they do a little bit different with some things that are different. But things like um, you had to get these collectibles, like these awesome Matthews collectibles and Dougie Hamilton one as well, um, by doing like all the different modes and stuff. 
But the objective 2.0 is still not utilized the way that I think it was intended, where it should be like, you know, you have to grind out a ton with like an 84 over, like you, let's say you make Matthews or, 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 um, Hamilton and you get like their 84 and while you're going, um, you, you score, you know, 40, 50 or what's Austin Matthews high school total 64. 64 is his, his career high. I think yeah, for like 62. Yeah. 60, 61, I want to say. It's like right that. above 60. It's right above 60. Yeah. So yeah. let's say you get that in-game with Austin Matthews. You can do it squad battles, rivals, whatever. Then you get a um, token, and like the Austin Matthews upgrade token, and then he becomes an 85 or an 86. It skips ahead. Instead, what they did was they allowed you to like make one out of the five required um, by finishing objectives with the card. Where it's like, so like that's partially good, but like then we're still grinding out games played and you know, spending event collectibles, and it's just, eh, it's just like not fully, yeah. I, I think it's not that rewarding the, the grind at all, kind exactly. of exactly. It's just like, yeah, I think that we uh, there needs to come a point where I don't think this will ever happen until there's massive tech fixed you know we've heard about the spaghetti code and then just you know having being able to implement new things like that even with content i think until we get to the point where every individual card can track individual stats with the card and save it um we're not going to see things like the parallel system in mlb where you get x amount of xp with a card and then it goes up plus one overall um i think that's how it should always be but that being said let's rank the hud elites we'll give our top five all right, so we'll go. Give me. Uh, how should we do this? Um, let's do Brent. Go five, four, three, two, one. Okay, number five. Uh, a hot take. No one. Oh There's no! There's no one there. There's no one there. Okay, There's only a top four. Going. There's only a top There's four. There's only a top four to me. There's only four cards you make, and it's number four. I'll go with Kucherov. Okay. Because he's 98 speed. Mm-hmm. He's got the elite edges, silver snappy, and he's going to turn into a team of the season. I would say, oh, like, if anything, I would tie him with Rantanen. Like those guys are number three together, because Rantanen has like 96 speed, six four. He's going to get a team of the season card. You got Matthews at number two and Hamilton at number one. And I'm just saying that basically number five is like, number five is just a player that you like. I'd say those are like your top four, and I just can't, I can't figure out a fifth that makes sense for it as in like calling him above any other card right now. Okay. I'm curious. You, like, it's pretty wild to me that we're in March and you're actually going to compete in the GWC still, that you would use a card like Kucherov. Well, it's because he oh, well, the thing that like saves him too is he has edges and snappy too, and nearly max speed. And if you've used like it, like, everyone used like the Jack Hughes cards at the beginning of the year because he was like super like his uh, he got so many cards early on that his mm-hmm. card is really good. He's like the better Jack Hughes now. Like it's mm-hmm. his edge his edge work is like super tight. Like Jack Hughes was his shot is automatic. He he's a little bit he plays a little bit heavier than he was. Like Hughes got blown over pretty badly just with like. Uh, him being really light, but Kucherov has a little bit more meat to him. So he's just better Hughes. Okay, and you would choose... Uh, do you think if removing the fantasy right-handed defenseman, where does Hamilton rank for you? Oh, well, num- number one. He's your best... He's, he's be. the best right-handed defenseman in the game outside of the fantasy oh, yeah. guards. Okay. Yeah, for sure. What about Matthews? 
he's like at least for me like i have mcdavid playing center right now so i would say that matthews is like the second best center in the game at this point okay all right yeah. i can i can if you're uh, using mcdavid on the wing then i would say matthews is number one okay but at least just with my team build i, I want to go all lefty centers at this point in the game i find that like your far side shot works better with lefties in this like right now like the problem is that most like goalies are left-hand glove right mm-hmm. so if you're using a righty you're gonna get glove saves even mm-hmm. if you like pick the perfect low like the low shot so you want at least in a competitive standpoint you want to be running majority lefty forwards just so that if you're cycling through for catch and shoots that you're going to be getting left-handed catch and shoot shots more than right-handed sound sound uh take there all right Stu, give me your top five in the order that you have them um i'll do cooch wouldn't use him just because he's not big enough for me but I like what Brent said, and I see Benny nodding also because I, I definitely can see like what they're talking about with the edges and the snappy. I think the edges and snappy is like the best abilities for forwards this year by like a mile. Um, and then number four, I'd have to do Patterson because I start to get my big boys in there, even though he's a skinny big boy. Um, I'd still play him on the wing because it's just he doesn't have the draws like to compete with those guys. And then number three, I would do Rantanen. That card is so sick. It's so unfortunate because the way this game plays, and this is my hot take, it sucks that I have McDavid right now because built up because Rantanen, I feel like, Yager, I feel like, and um, who's the other big turd that's out there? Um, Nash. Nash. Nash, yeah. They all feel better than McDavid in in like congested spaces and the reason why i say that i was telling the guys before the episode the minute you get hit with mcdavid now it's like zoom deck down to zero and it's like that takes away his best ability which is his skating and that's on ea for the summer to do their homework to figure out how to make it so your energy doesn't go all the way down if you're going to keep the hitting the way it is or figure out so hitting is an arcadey that's what we were so at least you know my i was chapped about was when they brought back the hitting, I was like, great, here we go. Because the standard was just, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Brett? You, you were going to say something, I could tell. Yeah, I just, I, I don't like what they did with the, the entire uh, like nerf of energy this year. I think it was just an unnecessary, it's like one that of those things, they broke, don't fix it. And they're like, just basically just like, <laughs> dropped a giant pile of, uh, sorry, shit. <laughs> under the game, like, you know what, we're going to throw this pile of shit and just see what happens and then I, I, this is me personally because like, like you said sleeves um subjective opinion about gameplay to everybody in my opinion the energy nerf made no sense yeah and it's it's one of those things where it's not like i'm saying like i don't think branson is a better player than mcdavid i don't like if, if we have open ice and everything's like yeah great mcdavid's awesome like but the minute if he just gets like clipped it's like zoom and i'm like you know, that's annoying. So it's like right now I feel more confident with the puck when I have Nash or Rantanen or that Yager. They they, they randomly made Yager like 15 pounds or something heavy. I don't understand. But 254. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's his current playing weight right now yeah. in the Czech League. I, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going to go Rantanen. But, yeah, that was like my hot take. I know the people in the comments are like, McDavid is great. I know McDavid is the greatest. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying like the way this game is constructed, it, it's, it just annoys me. And then um, number two, I'm going to go Matthews. He's, I, like you guys said, like unreal. But, dude, Dougie Hamilton, and this is another hot t- I think he's the best defensive in the game, but period. Like, better than Bonk, better than Dowdy. And I, it's 
people I always tell people people are so obsessed with numbers, right? It says oh, yeah. ninety four next to his name, and you have you know, the, the nip and biscuits of the world that think that everything has to be ninety nine, or you know, or like his speed has to be ninety nine. Well, when he's six six, what do you think his, his speed reach. is? It's his exactly reach. like how much mm-hmm. can you? How do you like? So his speed is what? Like I think he can get up to 94. 90, 94. So is it really almost ninety nine or ninety eight? You know what I'm saying? So it's like how much like because that's four inches on bunk, for example. So it's it's. I don't know. I I just think he's unreal. His abilities, like he feels like, and then they. Yeah. I always call it. I can't remember who coined the phrase. The ogre stride. When they get yeah. going, those big boys, they look like oh, yeah. they're like running up the yeah. ice. And he has the ogre stride. And uh, yeah, he's a stud. Like quick pick. I'm a big quick pick guy. I I'm still. I was asking the boys for the episode. I'm hem hawing about quick pick and shutdown. Still, I I see a lot of guys rocking shutdown. Um, it's just like I don't know. It's it's just so expensive and I, and quick pick because of the forces this year. Like. My goodness, like you know, I think the probably one of the best players, maybe right up there with Benny, is Cad, and that guy just like uh, I think uh, Brett was talking about last episode. He's the Force Master. Yeah, well, besides, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, I'm pretty crazy, pretty stunned with the Pedersen. Dude, I haven't had a, found a Pedersen card I actually enjoyed using since like I don't, I don't know if ever because I just find that he gets knocked off so easily. Have you ever taken a slap shot with him? I can't take a slap shot in NHL 24. I know, I know, but have you ever just messed around and done it? Like no. over the years, over the years. Oh, the, over the years, he has, he has a custom slap shot where he does the Gretzky, like the big windup. It's oh, different really? than everyone else. Yeah, if you ever just go to practice mode hmm. and mess around, it's some like I don't know if it's. It, it could be like a. It, it's it's like a Vancouver thing, right? Because he's in Vancouver. Maybe, right? yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, there's okay. There's always been a little bit of bias towards Vancouver players because <laughs> that. I think he has yeah. one T too. He's got a he rock. Does. Yeah, yeah I think he has team. one T. Yeah. Uh, all right, my top five. Number five is McAvoy. I think that McAvoy behind Hamilton. I think his abilities are fine. He's big enough uh, and quick enough. Again, I think if I think if you have one of the fantasy cards, he gets kicked out um, of it. Uh, number four would be Kucherov. Okay, you guys both mentioned Snappy because before this year, it hasn't really been a thing. Any of the shooting ones. What has made right. you think that Snappy works, and was it that Bedard card? Oh, well, it's I'll actually let... because – well, sorry. It, oh, no, I didn't mean to cut you off, Stuart. No, no, but, so basically, they increased just, like, snapshots being better this year in general. So really? snapshots in general as a shot work a lot better. They're a lot more accurate than before. It used to come I off – I like, know that. If you go back to old games and you shoot a snapshot, it gives you kind of, like, flubby animations all the time. It's, like, kind of like like the flick up now – gives you that really accurate shot so this is like basically dialing it in better than what it used to be and if you're not in like the most optimal shooting like position with your guy's body you'll still get that like rocket animation off your stick yeah and i was i was gonna have benny benny explain to everybody the glitch shot that everybody every top guy or even just 17 to 20 it's it's automatic this shot would make it sound i'll let him it's called the La Dani. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're screaming a lot in trust. So it's basically with a left shot, you come across the middle and you fire far side low blocker. Um, I mean, it's been the, it's been in the game for a little bit, but it's really prevalent this year. Yes. Um, I was going to chime in. Yeah, I was going to chime in with it saying make it snappy is like, so if you if you were to wind up your shot, it's going to take a, it's take longer to release it. So with snappy, you're able to just flick up. You don't even have to pull it back. So yeah. when you pull it back, it's quicker. Um, and obviously against like the top guys that are re- like really aggressive on you, you don't have a lot of time to shoot it. So if you have snappy, it's really good. And on top of that, um, 
Sometimes I'll even like try to get my, get it over to like let's say my Kutra, for example, for a one T, and Snappy will activate. Like it, yes. it, it could yes. it could be weird like that too. So it's it's um I for two points on silver, I think it's probably the best val- best value out of all the abilities. For sure. like, you, you know what I would mean? love? Beauty backhand. That too. That yeah. too. Beauty backhand yeah. also yeah. activates on back door sometimes. Like with uh, Kachuk. I have like a clip activated. of that. Yeah, I have a yeah. clip of it actually activating on the backhand. It acts like a one-timer on the backhand. And, and Schnipe, Schnipe is the opposite of Snappy. So Schnipe, if you're doing the pullback pull back wrist shoot, shot, that's mm-hmm. when Schnipe turns on. Schnipe's also a low-key one. If you if you can, like, maybe, like, if you're like, oh, I yeah. don't know what else, you know, you can just throw it on there. It's like, I like it on Svetch because I love Sveshnikov, Custom Stride. But, like, you know, it's it, he has it, I th- think – Eichel has it too, and it does work. Like it doesn't. Yeah, like, I used Medano when he was yeah. like a prevalent card. So Snappy uh, is definitely like the best for forwards. What, what did you, what no, did you think? Number three, number three. I've got Ranton in. That one's pretty easy. I think that um, the fact that they gave him speed boost is actually surprising to me because it mm-hmm. makes he's basically Kucherov, what six yeah. for four, which is that. It's a just, good thing. Yeah. No. No. I, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, number two, I have Matthews and Hamblin switch. I think that Matthews has a shot much like the custom stride guys where his shot anywhere in the dots just seems to go in regardless of the card. Um, it's like a card that I've noticed like over the years where Matthews cards just always seem to score. Uh, and I, they actually made him a center cause he's like one of the better defensive players in the NHL. And I feel like that's never talked about because he's just trying to put up 70 goals. So the fact that they gave him gold quick drop, not that he's a great faceoff guy, but like a defensive ability, um, now makes him like a legit center because over the last like three years you would get a Matthews card and you'd almost always put him on the wing. Um, and yep. I hate that you can't use cards like out of the It was position. never fast enough to be optimal mm-hmm. in the wing either. So it was always kind of like, it's kind of like, like dry sidle too. Like, I was thinking like maybe week two is like, MSG I thought was gonna it was going to be dry sidle. So he sure. would get that, you know, because he, like those two, like realistically, sure, exact yeah, they're same. not like straight line players they're, and they're not, they're not God tier guys on the draw in real life. So it makes sense to kind of get hindered like the Crosby thing where they're like really good at things, but they're not like, you know, number, like top player in the game at, the two most important things for the video game to be a center. So it kind of makes sense. Like I can see dry getting one pretty soon just to kind of like help him out. He needs that custom build. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think so. I, yeah, I thought for sure he was going to get a lead. It just kind of fit like the bill of like a card that always gets prime time or live moments or team of the weeks, but never an MSP. Yeah. Just like that one, that one kind of fit the bill. Um, all right. So I think that we could all, all agree. The next event is going to be trade deadline. Um, yeah, for sure. I would, I'm almost positive because the trade deadline is March 8th. Um, so it just kind of lines up perfectly. So I thought for this one, I hope they bring back the thing where they release a bunch of event cards of like players that look like they're going to get dealt. And then if they get dealt, they go up like plus four or whatever. I hope they bring that back. Cause that's always kind of fun and interesting. I want to, I want each of you to give me a trade that you think is going to happen and to who. You don't have to nail the return, but who you think is going to go? Uh, Stu, you can go first. Uh, one, not multiple, because I'm probably yeah. gonna have one that you're probably gonna say mine. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vegas, and I'm gonna say they're gonna get Jake Gensel. Okay, you literally just ripped mine. Damn. And, um, okay. okay, I'll do a different one then. I'll do. Um, well, no, no, no. You can go ahead. No, no, no. Because now, now it's fun. Oh, so I'm just say for the now. clip, as Benny's in the background, we're not editing this out. Here is this is this is production value. Stu, I want you to say, uh, I think that, and then go on. 
I think that he'll get traded for. No, no, not who. You got to do your whole thing because it's gonna be clipped. Oh, it's gonna oh, be a YouTube I, I, short I think of that it. the Vegas Golden Knights will get Gensel, and I think they'll trade. I'm gonna say they're gonna trade Brisson. I'm also maybe gonna throw in either that Cormier or that Dorfiev, and I think even maybe a first. Like I think it's gonna I, be a haul. You're gonna need a first for sure. And, and yeah. again, no, I think Brisson makes a ton of sense because Pat Brisson's the agent of Sidney Crosby. And I'm almost positive Crosby like used to like help the kid out when they were young. <laughs> like I think he might like live with them for a little bit too, or something. Somebody said. Hmm. So I think there there's like a tie there, and just yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. And in Vegas, like they're gonna get a score. It's it's either gonna be Gensler, Tarasenko, or you know one of those kind of guys. I think. That, but Bushnevich. I think Bushnevich, like I as a Blues fan, like and I'll say this too. Maybe you you, you can elaborate like on your guys' teams. I hope the Blues trade. Bushnevich, because I think you get two runs out of him. He makes perfect money, um, like really good value. And um, I just, I mean, it, they're not going to win the cup the next few years anyway, so it doesn't matter. And they're not going to pay him $8 million bucks. And I, I, I mean, I really hope they trade Cairo too, because it's just not working here. And it's before his no trades clause kicks in in 2025. And uh, yeah, I just, I think like there's, I think there's a, there's a teams out there that be like, oh, Jordan Cairo, he can score 30, 40 goals on my team. So let's give him a chance here because he did it here. You know, he did 37, I think. So, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of over the whole Kyrie. No one really likes him here, like, in terms of, you know, fans and media and, like, all that stuff. So, I'm hoping that's what happens. Okay. But, Brent, give me a trade. I think the Canucks are missing a top six winger right now. And I think they're going to pick up either Gensel, Bushnevich, or Vetrano. Okay. To fill that void. Because right now, like, like they're running... Uh, it seems like one guy short in the top six that makes them. I think they need like a, a right-handed D-man. I think they get Tanev. Uh, you think they? Do you think they go back floor? Like Calgary goes back for another deal? Because they yeah, got the door off, right? Right. No, so, no. Like Tanev's gonna get dealt, but I'm saying like Tanev's, gonna, get... Tanev's gonna go to Dallas or the Leafs. I think. I got a good Leafs. It's true. It's true. That that is possible. But I think that the Cox just need like one more right-handed D-man so that. Myers can sit in the press box or they can somehow deal him out. Uh, but like the problem with them is that they do have a lot of lefties, a lot of like good lefties, like for like, because your first line for sure for the Canucks is you're going to have Hughes and Hronik. And then you're going to have like, there's a missing top four right-handed D man. And then your third pair is going to have either Juleson or Myers on the right D spot. And you're picking between Susie, Cole, and Zadorov on the left side, but you need to have depth because if you have one guy go down, all of a sudden you have an AH, AHL guy coming up, it's not going to help you in the playoffs, right? So you need to have like those extra bodies that can come in and make a difference, like Phil Kessel. You know, oh my God. Did you, you see his, did you see the clip of <laughs> Phil trying to get back in, in the AHL? Oh, that looks sad. Like it, I actually felt bad for him. He is just, uh, he's got the 250 pound bump that Yager got in Hut. That's what it looks. That's what it looks like. Uh, He's truly the janitor build now that he, everyone always said he had. Absolutely. Um, all right. I am. Uh, I will do a Leafs one. I think that. I think that the Leafs will end up with Tanev. I think that they will overpay, or they will find a way to get Tanev. They should. However, I think that who they actually go here's a sleeper one that they should get that I think that uh, they go and get Mario Ferraro. I think he would be absolutely perfect for the Leafs. Um, the Sharks and Leafs have done business in the past. It just 
makes stupid sense, and I don't know why I never thought of it as a Sharks fan. I don't want to see Mario leave, but the team is legitimately not going to make the playoffs. I would say for at least four more seasons after this one. And by that time, the amount of pucks that Mario Ferraro blocks, like he might just be burnt into dust. So The only issue is it may cost you more to get Ferrario. Is one more year, and it's like a decent deal. I believe it's $3.2 million. It is. But He's got two more years. I the think, Leafs cannot or will not, in my opinion, do what Dubas did where they go all in and they – they do yeah. not get term. Like that's why he's I got, think that the Tanev thing, two years yeah, left. The Tanev thing. Why I think it has dragged its feet for so long is simply because that he is a rental and he is probably going to be an Ottawa Senator regardless. I think that that's that's why, and I think that's that second round pick for him too. It, yeah, and maybe even a first if they get into like a bidding war, um, which I just don't think that they are willing to do. Um, I could see a first if they throw in Mangiapane. I know that the Kipper and Bourne, they actually mentioned that um, if Mangiapane actually came back, because, again, that's, like, a cheaper... Because I think they need another forward, too. Um, but that's what I think. I think Mario Ferraro gets dealt to Toronto. I think that might be a sneaky one. So, hopefully the trade deadline event comes out, and that was a nice segue. So, uh, let's do a little bit of talk on the World Championships, because it's almost done. This officially, this weekend, marked the official end of... Mo- I would say, what, 70% of Division One players in Hut are gone that didn't make GWC? Yeah, Maybe, yeah, that's Maybe that's too much. Maybe that's too much. At is, least 50. Some of the names that did not qualify, I was surprised. It's pretty stunning. Uh, but I want to speak quickly on that because in my five years of covering NHL esports, I don't remember a time that a console looked so um, weak isn't the right word. I I looked at the PlayStation quals, the guys who, the top 28 that made it, and it blew me away that I did not realize how many people literally left PlayStation for Xbox this year because all the club championships are out of the... So there were 60, right? 60, uh, 64? I think 64 club champions. These are players that did not have to compete in open play. And I'd say, what, maybe five of them are guys that would not have qualified at all? I'd say Uh, five to eight. Five to eight, yeah. Yeah. So, So you've got about 55 guys... So you're looking at, like, I'd love to go back and look at, like, NHL 22 and look at, like, week three when they did, like, the weeks of qualifications or maybe NHL 21 and see who was in, like, that three in week four because they did top 32 for four straight weeks. Um, I'd be curious to see. But it was, like, congrats to everyone that made it on PlayStation. It's awesome. That does not mean that you're not a good player. I think anyone that made it has a chance to take someone out in the first round, a club champion, depending on who you match up with, things like that. Um, but it, it really was stunning that how many competitive players left PlayStation because the game does simply not play as well and went to Xbox. And the reason why I want to bring this up is that in MLB, we, me and Stu are big MLB players, and we actually had Zazie on, who's one of the best MLB players there is competitively, and it's the same thing on, on, um, on Xbox and MLB. And uh, I, I think this is becoming a bigger thing that the latency, whether it be on the next gen, so on PlayStation 5, and it wasn't really as prevalent on PlayStation 4, but it isn't just like a conspiracy. It's like sports games that require server servers um, with the new gen consoles. It just has gone backwards in technology, or at least experience. Yeah, and, and Benny, you can talk about it because you actually did it this year. Like, he, he, was, he was like, 
400 bucks or something deep in PlayStation. And then he's like, dude, I don't care. Like, I want to win GBC. And if this oh. gives me the best chance, like, I'm going to do it. And, like, would you agree that it, it was a smart move so far? But by far. Um, uh, a part of that was the input delay for sure. And then the other part of it is I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, and our, I don't live close to a server. So um, to me, there are obviously way more people that are good on the East Coast on Xbox than there is on PlayStation. So I was kind of just like, hey, like if realistically, I'd rather play all these guys on peer to peer than For server. Sure. So that's why I went over as well. Um, I wanted to say the I did the math actually in my own free time because I'm a little nerd to this stuff. Um, out of the so out of all the 64 club champ winners, 11 of them are PlayStation, and out of the 124 uh, players that are actually in the whole tournament, there's 40 of them that are PlayStation. So that's the actual math behind it. And that's so, one third of them, right? That's one third. Had to and, one, and 28 had of them had to qualify. So that. imagine if it was yeah. okay, so here's the thing too, is that there were 19 win players that qualified on PlayStation, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then on Xbox, it was there 20. Was, 20, there was 20 with 20. points. There was one 20 guy that didn't make it. It was Kanger. Yeah. And remember, right. and remember Brent, everybody on playstation turns off their crossplay which is even another advantage yeah. which next year this is what i can't stress enough to ea to the nhl everyone out there we need a combined leaderboard in the game yeah not on the website on the website like that was fine last year i don't know why they got rid of it but that's another story but like we need it on the game there needs to be if if you're playing if you are entering the mode for gwc if you're gonna have open play again which i hate open play because there's so many variables to it but if you're going to have it, you cannot enter unless you have your crossplay on. You have to have it on. You will not be able to search if you don't. That's what it should be. And that will take I away agree. all of the running to this thing and hiding over here and doing like there's there's already enough hiding as it is and dodging it is with discords and everything. So it's like, anyways, we'll, we'll go off on a whole tangent if we sit here and talk about this. No, all night. sure. But, That's but crazy. Uh, the numbers. That's one third. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. called this. We oh, kind of yeah. called this. Like we, we said yeah. like. We did it like tongue in cheek. I didn't know it was that egregious. I didn't realize and it was honestly, that Honestly, I would love to add up because Anaheim was like only locked under uh, Southern Those California. are Those are in the 11 or the 8. Yeah, and there was only yeah. eight people that showed up. Washington, only eight people showed up. Mm -hmm. Nashville, I was one of the PlayStation people, even though if I could go back, I'd go Xbox. Um, you know, like every tournament there, I mean, it, it, it could, it's crazy to think, honestly, I, <laughs> want to too, I can see how PlayStation players would be frustrated. Being, like, they, they hear you say that go like, yeah. I, they'd be frustrated. They, I should be allowed to turn my crossplay because the game is worse. Yes. Like, dude, it sucks that your console performs worse. That's it. Yeah. It sucks. In 2024. That's, I, I, that's, like, why is I, that going backwards? Yeah. And you're allowed yeah. to be pissed. Yeah. That's absolutely acceptable to think, why can't I turn it off if the, if the gameplay is worse? And if you spent 500 bucks and this is what you get. I get it. It sucks. And it's like, honestly, if you care enough, I'm going to say this real quick. Sorry, Sleazy, but no, go, ahead. go buy an Xbox X. Go, mm -hmm. go trade in your PlayStation. Go sell it to somebody on Silent or uh, Silent Slap, sorry. Uh, Facebook Marketplace, like whatever. Do, do, get rid of it and just buy a little. And honest to God, if I could go back in time and tell me years ago, I should have just bought the little white Xbox because guess mm. what? It, it is it is the exact same as the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not the exact, but you get what I'm saying. Like it looks this because NHL hasn't been able to upscale better because that's what I use. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, everyone yep. in the little white Xbox, if you're like Sleazy, I remember he went to Vegas for oh, um, like a bachelor Bringing party. that. He just tucked it in his backpack. If you try tucking the PlayStation in, no, there, I brought the PlayStation Five, bro. It was the big. worst. <laughs> it was the worst lug in that thing. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. But why I want to bring this up is this isn't even an EA thing as well. 
I'm sure we've we've been saying that the game plays different. Well, you have been for like five years, but <laughs> th- this is why I want to bring up this point: is that sports games require a ton of input, and there is because not everyone is plays sports games. Like obviously, FIFA and Madden are much more played at a much more grand or scale than NHL or even PGA or UFC. But there is clearly a delay that is not being fixed because. You know, you play COD and it's fine. You don't notice it. But it, it, right. this is in other games too, so it's not just EA. It's like this generation of console, like specifically PlayStation, it is just not enjoyable. And I've said this a million times. If you want to know if you what like if, if you are a PlayStation player and you have no idea and you think that we're making it up, here's what I would like you to do. I want you to unplug your controller, play it not wired, your controller. Have it control or have it um via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. And I want you to sit on the hut menu for 15 minutes and then I want you to go left and right with the joystick or the D-pad, and in HUT, at least, you will see a massive delay. Or, in-game, try and do one of the one-button dekes on Total Control. I hit yeah. A to do the one-hand tuck, and if I do it where I think you need to do it, I'm behind the net before he lifts his stick. Like, it's it's a mess, and it sucks. And I have been a PlayStation truther since I was seven years old, and I will be playing NHL 25 on Xbox Series X. So, um, that is just how it is. Let's now that uh, let's now bring in uh, or talk about the EU qualifiers because one of the most well-known players, probably in the entire community, is Eki. And for like he is what a f- uh, out of the five European championships, he's won four of them, and uh, the yeah. only one that has ever beaten him, or I believe it was the third year, the COVID <laughs> year, was Artuzio. And oh, Artu- oh, oh, no, John Wayne. Wayne. Oh, uh, no, no. He, John Wayne sent him packing across the pond back in 2019. I, 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 no, that's right. I, I was in attendance. Joke. I was in attendance. I saw it. it oh, I, I will, I'm going to bring that up in just a moment. Um, but one of the craziest esports. It's funny because people ask me if I like casting, like GWC and stuff, because especially last year when it was like the quick rap. And like yeah. this year, prior to the, the, the them just completely nuking the full pressure meter. Um, you know, sometimes it's it's awfully cringy to to, to call the game because it's it it's it's hard. I always find I always try. To, it always it always makes me laugh when I try to like make like a crazy goal that is not really that crazy. Like a Michigan being scored this year would be like you know last year if someone scored a Michigan in a GWC game it would have been absolutely insane. Uh, but someone doing it now, yeah. it's like this like crazy big moment, and I'm just like, ah, oh, what a excellent execution of the Y button. Like I always try to find stupid <laughs> stuff like that. Um, that's funny when you do that, by the way. Yes, I, I, it always makes me laugh in, it's internally. Like it's, it's very, it's, it's very difficult. So, but game, you know, it's like it's you gotta like throw in some funny stuff. We're know? all obsessed with this game, whether we want to admit it or not. And when the game, when two of the better players play a game that's intense and you get kind of nervous watching it because whether you like someone more than the other, that is when I enjoy it the most. So Eki and Artuzio play a game, and this is a best of three series to go to uh, Copenhagen, which I will be leaving for in like 15, 14 to two weeks. And, and for the EU finals, the top to make top eight, Artuzio is the only person that has won an EU championship other than Eki, which is crazy. Cause we're going to year seven of the GWC. Um, there's only been three world championships, world champions, but when there, the regionals has always happened and it went to overtime in each game. Uh, I watched, I believe it was game two and a little bit of game three because uh, I was driving while it was going on. But uh, Eki had to stop a penalty shot in overtime. And I believe he had to win that game to force a game three. Like, I think he was yeah. eliminated if he let that goal in. Which, dude, I could not imagine because I'm a, as a content creator, right? 
if I get knocked out of GWC or if I played, it doesn't matter to me. Eki, while a very good content creator, a lot of what he does is based on the GWC and winning it and getting there. And when, like, the road to the GWC, what Eki does is so well done every year. It's a very good, the way he edits it and, and all the content that he puts out for it is a very good watch for anyone that enjoys the game. And to know that, like, you're done early is like, dude, I can't imagine the stress. I cannot imagine it because, again, I do this for a living, and so does he. And I can only imagine. Like, that's a large portion of his income. Sure, World Championship, like, earnings, you know, like, that's a big portion of it. And, God, I can't imagine what that would like. Do it a penalty shot, and you're eliminated. Good Lord. Um, that being said. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, yeah. For everyone in here. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I've always wondered this. As a goalie, the Dominic Hasek jump. Do we like it? And, like, okay, here's my issue. I like, like, okay, you can be able to jump, right? But then it's also annoying when the computer goalie pokes you. So yes. it's like, I feel like it's either, I feel like, personally, I would, I know we all use it. I almost would rather t- get rid of the jump and just, if you want Oh, you're talking about the goalie, diving poacheck. The dive, the yes, dive, right. Yes, because, yeah. I mean, there's times where, dude, you, you get, I mean, just yeah. nick and you're going flying. But I'm saying this, like, you can still take control of your goalie, but play goalie. But the thing that I also hate too, because then goalie interference comes into it, like on a normal breakaway. But then also, like I said, the computer can poke check you too. So it's like, I feel like it's one or the other and they're never going to get rid of the poke check completely. So I think I lean ter- towards more of the poke check, but I, we all use all, all of us in here. We all use the dive. What do you think, Brent? And then I'll let you, the other two answer. I wonder if I mean, it's just like, it's mostly it's it's only broken in the video game, right? In real life, you yeah. dives at you. You do that, in the net, like, yeah. Dude, that's throwing automatic. Whereas goal. in the video game, like like this game is so ping reliant, right? Yeah. When all of a sudden the goalie is like diving at you, you have like no time to react, and that's how it always like that, that's how like the percentage of like stoppages is so high. It's yeah. like and it's in, in general, you don't have that tight of like uh, like a, like a stick handle, right? Like everything is kind of bulky to go backhand forehand good luck as soon as that sick is reaching out like 15 feet at you uh they time that, it right it's over that's when i noticed that there was a like a, a delay on playstation because i couldn't dodge dudes i was like yeah. oh my god like i just can't dodge this goalie or i can't i can't i'm too quick i can't go backhand forehand backhand it's like by the way forehand's completely broken this year anyways that's a whole nother thing but like doesn't uh, work does not work but yes. like yeah like kachekov did it to kachuk earlier this year mm-hmm. in the shootout and and kachuk was like dude you're I'm gonna kill you, like you know what I mean, dude. So, it's anyways, not like, good to poach check in a shootout because that's dangerous. Because you like, wipe you someone's feet out. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, so, I, wait, Benny, what do you think? Like, do you like the poke, like the manual poke? And as as a competitive player, I have kind of trained myself to on a breakaway. If it's a clear breakaway, I'm long gone. I could do one touch deeks the entire way there. I always prep myself for like I'm staring yeah. at the goalie the entire time. Like, like, yeah, like, like I see a small twitch that's not normal. I'm instantly pulling forehand, ripping it every time. Yeah. So uh, there's also something I do where, like, if, if I'll stop first, and if a guy goes mm-hmm. flying goalie, he'll just go and I'll stop before he'd even be able to reach me. And there's a way where if he doesn't switch to his goalie, I'll still be able to score. So I've been doing uh, that recently. That's oh. that's been kind of my thing. Yeah, just a the, top player. Stuff. What yeah. I've always been pretty good at for, like, the last, like, couple of years is I can switch at the absolute last second. Like, I see a lot of people that will switch their goaltender either early or even like where they just get past the faceoff dots. I'm talking mm-hmm. where I will switch to my goaltender and square and up with, within like a half a second, and it's always worked. And this year, 
backhands will just go in even if you're standing there if you manually control and you play for the backhand it will just go in so the most effective thing i've seen on breakaways this year is to just hit l1 when you're chasing down a guy and it will mess up the dude i don't know benny i don't know if you get impacted by that or, or you guys but i have stopped probably 95 percent of breakaways this year uh by when i've got my forward and i've given up a breakaway and i just go l1 at like just inside the blue line and I have no intention. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when, for anyone that doesn't know, you hit L1 and X to switch to a goaltender. So when you hit L1, sometimes if you do that quickly enough, you like, or early, your, you'll, your player will go down on an LB block and it will mess up the guy. That's all I do. So there's something with the indicator color. Um, Sap sold me, showed me this earlier in the year where, so your opponent's indicator color is gray. And use uh, back in the day, like you used to be able to see when the change because the indicator was above the head. Oh now yeah, it's, below, it's so hard to tell if a guy's going fly, uh, manual goalie huh. or not. So there's something in your settings where you can change to like uh, have your opponent's color be blue. So it's so much easier to tell if a guy's manual goalie or not. Oh man, why off. do I not have this on that, right now, dude? He that's I, your tenant, no, brother. No. You're I, literally I, the I, landlord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. Damn, yep. I'm going to be like, Sap, get in here after the <laughs> podcast. My done, turn this on for me. Um, but no, so anyways, uh, Eki uh, was able to win and qualify, so he is still alive somehow. Um, I wonder how much, uh, th- this would be interesting, because I, I, I'm very good friends with Regs. We all, well, I mean, Stu, you are too, but I see Regs at every one of these events over the last like four or five years, and now it's funny because he's like a, just a, like he's like a young man. Like he literally graduated university, now works for his dad's company, and we joke this year, like I think his name is One Last Run, like that, or Last Chance or whatever, like that's his team name. Yeah. It's funny Reg's that he says, ride. yeah, last Regs Last Rod, yeah, yeah, something like that. And um, it's funny because I wonder at what point I've said this every single year since I've been the like the voice of the GWC that Eki now has nothing to prove in EU. Um, no disrespect to the European players, but there is such a small fraction of competitive players in Europe than there is compared to North America. That's just a population thing. That is not, you know, we're better than the others, but it's just like there's just a population thing. Eki, 100% in his content career, I tell him this every year to his face, that he needs to come to North America and... You know he's got a he's got ENS is esports org I believe and he could fund it but his YouTube content would be like following that journey he's gotten really good at vlogging as well I think that's like his next thing to do like October to March of next year where he's in North America because there's literally nothing to prove in Europe like you've won it five out of six times like if he wins it this year and doesn't win the worlds it's like man like you know what I mean like it's like. It it, ha- it doesn't lose its like luster, but like it's like you got nothing else to prove, and there's nothing else I to would challenge be shooting you. Shooting into every stream if he was playing in North America. Like, it, I'm saying, like, he hasn't would... he not won yet since he won the first year? Like, at he hasn't won world. Here. Yeah, I don't think like, well, like, well, he's like, been at any many. event here, like bolts yep. or anything. I don't yep. think he's won. I think he he did like a scrim or like a series of when when him and when Regs and Eki when there was no worlds, they each won. won. They each won right. North American Europe and. Jordan or the Isles actually flew them both out here and they played NHL 23 against each other at regs won that um, he's won the he's, the bolts. He's lost the bolts multiple times twice. I think it just, it, it's harder. Like there's, it's just like the Olympics, like in, in real life, like you're if a country that has more yeah. population. There's just a bigger pool of people to pull from. It's the same thing with, with the NHL video game, right? Like it's not that the top end guys are worse. It's that when you randomly load into Div 1 Rivals or Hut Champs, you're not mindlessly playing. Every single game is hard 
because there's 150 North American guys that could realistically take a game from anyone. Right. Whereas in Europe, maybe there's like 25, right? So it's just that that's that's the difference, right? And I think that that I would love to see Aki do that again because if he wins Europe again, doesn't win Worlds, it's like, man, just come over here, like you know. And it's a risk and it's scary and all that, but like, man, his numbers would be nuts. His Twitch streams would be insane because he can't stream. Well, he can, but like, it's like, oh, that this leads me into another thing. We're gonna t- we we've got we're time, but like, at, content comes out at midnight for them. So, like, he's not streaming during the content time. So, all the content Andes that come in and watch the Twitch to, to see who's new, Eki doesn't get those – Europeans don't get those views, right? So, yeah. it would just be insane for his numbers. He would he would dominate Twitch if he came over here. But that does bring up to a, a point. So, the Copenhagen is the European finals. I will be the host, which I am terrified for. Um, I will be the host and the play-by-play. Um, and that will be uh, in two weeks. So, I fly out there, and I'm excited. The EU finals is always good. And it'll be interesting to see how he does. Um, before we move on, one last topic. Quickly, your favorite NHL GWC moment. Or eSports moment, if you want. Doesn't have to be your Oof. own. I mean, just as a West Coast player, I think my favorite ever series was Redick Man versus John Wayne back in NHL 22. Oh, Just in the club like championship. Co- oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. In uh, round one GWC. Okay. And the thing is, too, Redick blew him out in game one. I remember and this. everyone's watching this, losing their mind. Like, oh, my God. Redick just blew out John. And then John just dials in and just blows him out in game two and and then rags the hell out of him in game three to win the whole thing as a west coast player that was our stanley cup final right there you have reddick man versus the goat it was ours that's funny to hear from from uh from like a someone out there because like a lot of people don't know who john wayne is if if you're playing now um because you don't match him right like you don't because he's out in alaska alaska (laughs) I, uh, but my favorite, my favorite individual moment is John beating Eki in 2019. I think that that is, that is probably going to be the best GWC moment of all time, simply because Eki was in 2018. Esports was completely random. No one knew who was good right there. Everyone was like, you know, like establishing themselves and Eki ran through everyone at the 2018, the year, first year. And then the second year, it was like, this kid is the king. And John Wayne, it was like the massive underdog. And Eki, he, John Wayne won game one and lost bad in game two. And Eki had a lead with 26 seconds left to go. John Wayne tied it and then off the faceoff scored again and beat him in regulation to knock him out. And I, I was in there in person and I am in the video. And, and uh, it was just like, that was insane because like that was a friend. So like it was even more that it mattered more. It was it was that was nuts. Like I don't think well, it was so unexpected, and it was like this is okay. You know he won game one and whatever, but man, that was that was it. Stu, um, I I think uh, I think my favorite is just all the drama that comes from this great game. It, every she <laughs> dude, the people that melt down. The wind trading, the raging, the 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 lengths that people will go to get out of losses, to to get wins, to get qualified. It's just the the. I was telling the guys before the podcast. I won't name the exact situations, but there's three things that are the biggest stories, and it's not even like Cad winning or Eki winning. It's like the drama that's come from just this year alone already. And it sounds so dumb, but like 
that's not like the only moment. Like if I had to pick a moment, I probably would say it was the Josh versus Gren. Series I was about to say that that was going and to be my next one. It that was, was just the funny. Best series. Yeah. That's the best. They, series. Like, they both like leaned into it. Like, you know, you had like Josh actually, you know what I, I that, that I will say. Josh doing the floss on stream. Oh, that, like, dude, with the ooh. towel. With God, the I miss Josh. Because, oh. because you and Arda were Had doing to call, the actual yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. And the way Arda, like, like maneuvered around it, it was so cool because I, I was glad that Arda didn't, like, be like, whoa, 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 we can't show, you know, like, he was like, well, then, okay, then, there, we gotta, yeah, that was interesting. Like, he just kind of, like, played it off, and you played it off well, and it was funny, but it was funny because, like, I was happy that they didn't be like, oh, we got to like get rid of that. Yeah. That's so like provocative. They actually like leaned into it. Like the next week, he they was showed in the it highlight. in a vignette. It yeah. Was in and, the it clip. Was, and it was great because it was like, it was so organic. Like no, no one told Josh to do that. And he just did it. And it was so funny. It was like one of those like moments where you actually like spit out your drink and like laughed. And like, that's, what's fun about like, you know, like, cause people are like, I get, you know, people will chirp us all the time. Like me and Brent, cause we we're old and we play the game. It's like, why do you still play? And it's like, well, part of it's cause it's a hobby. Do I think I'm going to win? Probably not going to win anything, you know, but the the other part is it's just like the funny stuff that happens, you know, it's like, yeah. it, it makes you like, you got to have fun with it. Like the game. So it's the same thing every year. I was telling that the other night. It's, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep it fun somehow. And these like little goofy dramatic events that happen throughout the year, keep it going, you know, the, uh, I, I've said, I actually talked about this on stream or it might've been when I was traveling. I can't remember, but 2019 GWC, was like full of like crazy stuff. I remember Nuke, no one knew who Nuke was, and he had a goal that yeah. no one else could score. And it was like, what is that? And but that series between Josh and and Gren, the community needs that. So that is two people that hated each other and more than wanting to make the finals because the winner of that series would go to Vegas, they would lock up their spot. The winner of that would go. So you have as much on the line that you could possibly have other than the $50,000 at the at the end, right? But you had the highest stakes, and and they just, the, more than qualifying, they wanted to not lose to the other person with all of the spotlight. And as someone who is the voice of it and has to come up with storylines and stuff, that's why I try and, like, bring up, like, not beef, but, like, when someone two players don't like each other, I'll politely say it on broadcast, like point it out to try and make a storyline out of it. There isn't enough of that anymore, and I don't know if that's because people are scared of getting banned because they don't know how to communicate and not be like completely out of pocket, which might be the case because like back in the day, early on, like you had to say some really crazy stuff to get banned, and now it's you know, so you know I would love to see like Delhi and and Loco Krusty. Is like, but like Loco, I don't think is good. Is no, no disrespect to Loco Krusty. He's he's got to do it on land or in a bracket. But like, Delhi and someone. It's it's Delhi and someone. I don't know if it's Sky. I don't know if it's Cad. It's uh, Delhi and somebody is definitely the the series that we're waiting for. I mean, Benny in the All Star event last year, Duncan Delhi scored a goal five seconds into the broadcast. I couldn't even figure what was going on, and he screamed so much in thirty seconds that I didn't know how to react to it. That's what I was going to say if it got thrown to me about my favorite esports moment is getting dunked on 30 seconds into my uh, second land and I'm seeing this Nearly guy in a row. Hey. Yeah, fucking <laughs> running around, spitting everywhere, doing his little hoorah, and then being able to shut him up within a period. You did. Like my favorite. Oh, yeah, you came moment. back. It wasn't like four nothing. So he was up two nothing, and then I scored four straight. Yes. Um, and then he made it four three, and the and when I knew I was in his head 
was when he scored that third goal and he didn't say a word. He, that's did, when he, I knew he does get I very quiet. Him. He does. Yeah, get that's very when I, quiet. that's when I knew I had him because I because I think he started to regret doing all the the hoorah hoorah stuff. Um, I was also gonna say the Josh Fearless thing uh, about him doing the towel floss. He did that after he beat Safir, I believe. I was waiting to play Bardon Beauty to play Josh. And I'm sitting there watching the stream, and I like, like, I'm like, I have to play this guy if I, if I, if He's I beat nuts, him. So I was dude. just like, God, yeah, I was Josh like, was a treasure. talk about intimidation, but yeah, that was Josh. Uh, yeah. Josh was a treasure, bro. Unbelievable. Yeah, like it's Delhi and somebody for sure. I and I not no disrespect to the other players that are at the top of the game that you know don't show as much emotion. Um, you know, I don't think, you know, there's a lot of guys that are just absolutely nuts, like back early on. Um, but that's what the tournament needs, man. We need. We need two guys that just don't like each other. Like, it's okay to not like other people. I think that's something that needs to be, like, just, you know, understood. Like, you don't have to like everybody. I mean, don't say out-of-pocket stuff it's, to each it's other. It's a lot easier to be, like, on everyone's good side than yes. it is to be on. Like, you got Duncan, though. His entire chat is there for him to lose. Oh, yeah. Much like Josh's like, me, was. Like, there was I, maybe... I wouldn't like that, though. I would it, hate that. I personally Everyone's can't like, do it. As soon as I get scored on and everyone just like ragging on me, like to me, I would be like, dude, I can't be the punching bag. That's not fun. Like, sure, like guys banter in mind when I get scored on. They're like, oh, Papa, you suck. But it's not like everyone going like 90 people, holy shit, Papa, you're horrible at this game. Like, I, to me, no, I can't. I, I You have to be stream. good enough to, that's why, like, the thing about Delhi and and Josh back then is that there was like three people on the planet that could beat them regularly. So like the hundred and two hundred people watching them hoping to lose, it just wouldn't happen. Like it doesn't. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't happen. That's yes. why I, it's easier to handle because like he just doesn't lose. Like you know what I mean? Like, Josh he, was so clutch. He'd dude, be losing. Like he'd be down two one in a game. He'd always find a way. Dude, he passed out. I remember when he fell down in the GWC qualifier in like 2020. It was the COVID year. And I was, I, I don't think I was calling it yet, but I was watching the series because Josh is a friend and like it, it was must watch in this, in this community. And he literally yelled so much that he fell down beside his bed and he had like his face was just beating red and he gets up and he's like, whoa, man. He's like, he's like, I gotta, I gotta take a second. This is on stream. Like he was a nutcase and you know, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I think he's a teacher now and uh, God, we need another Josh video is bad. Um, but all right. So, um, Last thing, all right? MLB is around the corner, and there's a lot of people that don't care about MLB, but you will, I guarantee you. You will, if you haven't already. Um, the thing I want to point out, the marketing for MLB has been very weird. Usually they are, like, money at promoting their game. It's been so much radio silence, and the gameplay trailer was dropped today. 30 seconds, and it's full cinematics of stuff we've already seen. And then a blog of about five things they're changing. And I was like... What's crazy is there wasn't really an outcry, and in it, it says, we actually think hitting is in a good spot based on community feedback from MLB 23, and for the most part, it is, and it got me thinking, like, could you imagine developers, and I don't know if we'll ever get like this, but in NHL, what happens? Every single year, the developers go back to the drawing board, and they've got to reinvent something about gameplay. What if they just left it and let it sim like? The problem is now it's so scuffed and we'll never enjoy it because in MLB it's it's the only thing that really is not enjoyed is that when you don't hit your PCI right and it's a foul ball or not a perfect it's not not a home run when you expect it to be. In NHL 
it's so subjective and we're never going to get a spot where everyone enjoys it. But I mean, if we get to a point where 60% of the player base enjoys gameplay or at least large portions of it, the reason why I think, I, I don't think that they should not improve gameplay over a year. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they should not look to reinvent things as opposed to smoothing them out because what it allows a year over year company to do is focus on franchise mode, fix gameplay, sorry, fix modes, give us something to do in hut. If they didn't have to spend a majority of their dev time on putting in like new goalie animations to stop, like, you know what I'm saying? Or like the, some sort of new, like skating mechanic, like, it's like, imagine they didn't have to do that because gameplay was in a decent spot. And um, I'd love your take on that. Oof. Okay. Well, even relating back to my uh, last Thursday stream, okay. I was unhinged. Mm-hmm. So my first Hot Champs game, I, like, I'm play- like, I've been playing, like I would say, like, quote-unquote, normal. Like, okay. up until, like... And in my first game, Mention I just... Mention your new monitor. Abs- Mention your uh, yeah, new monitor. So I was like, okay, yeah, I bought a new monitor. I was like, okay, because my old oh my one was God, like you were down bad. Old. I bought a new one. I was like, I was like, I need to get a pristine monitor that's like one hundred percent up to date. I was like, so I bought like a, a gigabyte uh, G twenty seven. So it's like yep. not a nice three hundred dollar monitor. Yeah. And in my very first Hot Champs game, I just get absolutely screwed. <laughs> Like this guy <laughs> gets hits two one button Michigans on me, two forces. Oh, no. Are you guys seeing more Michigans? Absolutely walled, 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 walled. And and honestly, because usually when I'm losing, I get really quiet mm-hmm. and I, I get grumpy. Same. I don't lose my mind. I just get really quiet and just you can see on my face like, oh, Papa's grumpy again. Oh, oh, here we go, Papa. Oh, oh, here he goes again, grumpy Papa for a whole stream. And then I get to game two, and I'm playing against. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'll be nice. I was like, like uh, the nice way to put it, he was a moron. He was terrible. And all of a sudden, I go, uh, I'm down one nothing against him off of another force of just force mm-hmm. of nature guy, straight line down those boards, crosses that goal line, and he hucks it across the, the crease through four four sets of legs and right in the back door, right in my net. And I'm like, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like absolutely like I have a long I have a long fuse. But there's a lot of dynamite at the end of that fucking. Uh, <laughs> That's that a great. Oh my god! There's I can't wait to use that. I, I, so here's the, and so I'm right there, <laughs> and then uh, one minute later, all of a sudden I walk in, free catch and shoot, diving glove animation, and then as I'm going to shoot it, I also get the shove check, and I get a penalty. And I go off the screen for a second, and I come back, and I am tomato red. And I start screaming into the microphone. And I am absolutely seething, like, full-blown explosion rage. I've never done that on stream before. I always make sure I'm like, I need to just, you know, if I'm pissed off, I'm just going to internalize it, and I'll end stream, and, I'll, you know, just, you know, just, I'll go to another day, I'll sleep it off, and it's not a big deal. No, I absolutely... Blew a gasket. You know, I'll I'll give the clip to Benny to use. But oh yeah, we're gonna need oh, that clip. Oh, it's, it's gonna like, be great. It's gonna yeah. be great. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give you exactly what the game wants for me to score goals. And the entire night, I just went straight line, huck it across the net, force, 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 and I am scoring at will doing this. <laughs> I was like, is this what you want from me, game? Because this is what I'm going to, this is what I got to do to score. 
and all of a sudden I match a guy um, in like my eighth game and I'm, I'm, I'm still unhinged every game. I am like a psychopath in the way that I'm acting. Like I am just uh, losing my mind. I matched this guy in my eighth game and I lost him four, three last week, like the week before and I, and, and hot champs. And all of a sudden like, and this guy was not very good, but like just got, this is a classic case of the four, the E, just get EA'd. And I just went full blown force mode. I just destroyed this guy 12 to 1, playing, just hucking pucks across. And it didn't matter how many people were in the way, I was fucking across. There could have been, like, even as a joke, there could have been no one there. And I'd still huck it across. I'm like, this is all I got to do, man. It'll, my chances will come. I just got to just keep hucking that puck to the middle and I'm going to keep scoring. And even one guy comes to my chat and says, Hey, Papa, like, um, what do you do to score in this game? I was like, watch this. Immediately beeline down that fucking boards, and I hucked it across, force it through eight sticks, and into the back of the net. I'm like, that's all you got to do. That's how you got to play the game. Did your wife hear you when any of this yelling was going on? Well, I got a white noise machine. She's actually directly above me. That's where, that's where my uh, master bedroom is. No, actually, somehow she does not hear me. Did, 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 was there any point where Sat busted in the door and said, well, hello. And that's across the house on this, on this like, on the, the ground level here. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. What do That's I awesome. do? And the guy is, well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. Here I am. <laughs> well, actually, no, no joke. He's like, after like the second game, I was like still like tomato red pissed off. He comes up. He, he shows up. He opens the door into my uh, into my garage and he's just shirtless. He's like, he's like, ah, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's pretty funny. All right. All right. <laughs> that's hey. great. That's awesome. By I way, love did that. You guys, did you guys ever see the rage of how to chill? I have it on my YouTube and I played him in a wager and um, he like pants. He like leaves the area. Like kind of like you were saying, like leaves it. And then he comes back in and just drop kicks his chair. Like you just see his leg just like kick the chair. It's like it reminded me of that when you're like, I came back in. God, Dude, it's so funny. The, oh. So I just want to be I just want to be clear with what I was saying earlier about gameplay. I do not think that they need to not improve it. It's not in a yeah. good state. I'm just saying that. Like so, NHL 22 is what we talk about where it was very boring in the sense there was no it was basically waiting for something random but there was no glitch goals or nothing um and it was very sim based and not arcadey at all Uh, Two is a perfect base to start out yes but imagine 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 they just kept that and made 23 but instead of having to focus and tear down gameplay and put on new gameplay or whatever you just goalies a new strategy like if that is still the biggest gameplay change we'll ever see is if they change something or they add in another strategy to behind the net crash and overload if you added in two more the game would be completely different because it would actually matter what you're doing but nonetheless we have a we have a mess and i just thought that that was interesting because i saw when i was reading the mlb's blog post it wasn't even this big hour-long video trying to sell me on the new gameplay being crazy it was not much has changed and i was like okay like because i enjoyed gameplay like it, it i can only imagine nice. it, yeah exactly but it's also much easier to make an mlb game that it is gameplay wise than hockey i think that that you know no no not giving any credit to ea but like it is far more difficult to make a hockey video game than it is a baseball video game because you're literally just hitting x or whatever on a thing but still i just thought that that was uh uh kind of interesting also uh to end it the greatest nhl rage moment that will never be topped ever in the history of youtube and content creation this is before my time and i don't even know him 
I wasn't around. I didn't get to see this live. I only saw it years later when everyone was telling me about the glory days. It is JGT. Yep, I think that's I his it. name. JGT, okay? He used to be a big-time hut creator, NHL creator, yep. versus guy. He was a very good player. At his desk, this is like 2015, full glass desk, two-hand slam, shatters everything, <laughs> monitor falls through, console falls through, and he like. And I'm pretty sure he did oh it more than God. once. So that is, if you can find that clip, if maybe JGT's listening because he used to hop in my stream every once in a while over the last few years, that is the all-time NHL rage moment that will never be topped. And it I is think, perfect. I, I don't know. Th this one's pretty good the other day from our boy Louie. <laughs> Louis is Louis is absolutely is unhinged. Louis is my favorite person to ever watch. He is absolutely ever. And if that, and if that came through crappy, I'm sorry, but go watch Way Up Gaming if you want to. He God, is man. Louis Louis on NHL is was a treasure that we no longer get because NHL is literally forced him. He, he just hates him, it. Him and him and uh, Delhi are the closest thing we have to Josh when it comes to pure rage. Honestly, God. like it's it's it's. Uh, it's just, it's just, yeah. Like, it, there's nothing better than watching somebody like in Brent. Like, I feel for you in that moment because, like, we all go through it. But it's like, there's nothing better than like if you just don't care about some, you know, you're watching somebody like to watch them lose. It sounds so mean, but to watch somebody lose because it's like the rage that happens. Is, it's you living. It's them the doing living out everything that you go through. Yeah. But you are mature isn't the right word. Maybe you can't freak out because you have a family. It is, yeah, it is, it is ex exactly you. They are doing everything that you've had a moment where you want to do. I'm literally using a chair that I did not start the year with because I had a dad rage where I tomahawked the armchair, the arm yeah. right off my chair, and I would never do it on stream. So oh, that that is why you watch guys that freak out and you want to see them lose. That's part of the charm because deep down, there's been moments where you want to do exactly what they're doing, but you're an adult. So that is going to end uh, end our episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching or listening. And uh, if you see any of the clips or anything like that that Benny throws together from it, give them a like because then we know that he is uh, doing his job and we can keep him around. All right, fellas, <laughs> that'll do it for episode 93. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.